Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right, everyone, we are back. Roma, they begin the era of Daniele De Rossi with a victory over Heras Verona. It was not the prettiest of victories, but it was a much-needed victory. It was the first league win, again, in almost one full month. It, it does seem like we essentially came close to having to sell our souls to beat Napoli. But before we get into all of that, as per usual, thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. If you'd like to join, patreon.com slash Press and on YouTube at Press, Like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Again, the support you all have given to us uh, on YouTube has been immense, and we can't thank you enough uh, because they're, most of the time it does uh, elicit some relatively good conversation when they're not having uh, when people aren't having a go uh, at you and I Andy but still still uh, we thank you all for the support on YouTube as well Um, I I don't really know where to begin with this one so Roma 1 or I'm sorry Roma 2 Verona 1 two very quick back-to-back goals in the first half if I'll, I'll put the data up now from the match so Roma, they had a worse XG. They have, they have obviously the thing that will jump off the page to everyone: the possession. A uh, much, 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 much different way of playing on the ball. Uh, Roma under Daniele De Rossi, then under Jose Mourinho. Um, I think the thing that I appreciate most is scoring two goals and having a worse XG. Because so often for the previous three years, it seems like Roma, the XG is fantastic, but very little in concreteness. And I would say, too, on top of that, both goals really are not born entirely, but come about uh, whether initially or during an episode of Verona making a mistake. Roma making them pay for said mistakes, I think, is again. A much needed and welcome change. I would say that second half was n- not not great, not great. That is probably putting it mildly. However, a win is a win is a win, and there would have been no worse scenario after sacking Jose Mourinho than not winning this one. Now, they came fairly close to doing that. <laughs> because uh, Verona, they missed the, uh, they were awarded the penalty in the second half as well that they did not uh, make count. Um, as for their goal, that did uh, end up in the back of the net. Pui uh, Ratricio, as uh, as per um, the usual agenda. Anytime we have a goalkeeper that uh, turns into crap, I switch the initials of their surname. And their uh, and their first name, because I can't say their name in good conscience without shuddering. Did the same thing to uh, old Bobin Rosen. I will continue to do it now with uh, Pui Ratricio because I'm sorry, man. No, 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 that can't happen. That that can't happen. We shouldn't be on the edge of our seats in the final moments at home with 
Daniele De Rossi making his managerial debut against Verona. And I'm having to sweat it out. I'm having to be anxious. It should have been more comfortable. I think we all would agree with that. But they win at this point because of how crap the previous month has been. I tend to believe that beggars can't necessarily be choosers, yeah? Well, yes. And uh, I want to just, you know, I'm, I'm going to go in a different direction. First of all, I want to just start off by saying um, that this may be the worst fan display since the the day that Luciano uh, mm. Spalletti was booed on Totti's final game. Um when Roma collected 87 points in a <laughs> in a, in a season breaking their record making a club record in points collected in the season Roma fans went out of their way to boo Luciano Spalletti just because of how he handled Francesco Totti's exit rather than focusing on his results on the pitch um tonight for me was just as bad if not worse because as mm. I said in the previous episode with Jose Mourinho's exit uh you can be uh you can be upset about it you can be frustrated with how uh this de- decision came about you can be uh angry at the fact that uh, there seems to be no plan in sight uh, in your interpretation uh, you can be upset about how uh, Mourinho uh, was replaced by uh, an inexperienced young coach and more so a club legend who then, you know, you can argue that this is all a PR move and there's nothing more to it. Um, And that's all fine and dandy. But as Daniele De Rossi himself uh, requested in his pre-match press conference, he said, I please, if we can just get together and have your support, then that would be great. And uh, and it doesn't seem like people listen to him because tonight <laughs> I fully expected, listen, I fully expected to hear whistles and boos uh, uh, in the pre-match. You know, when players are warming up, that is totally normal because what uh, what the players have shown in recent weeks was not enough. It was uh, it was not good. Uh, the performances were not there. The effort there was half-hearted. So boos and whistles are normal. My question is why, first of all, why that didn't came about when uh, when uh, when uh, Roma lost to Genoa four to one? Didn't that come about after we returned from the Dallara after that horrendous display in Bologna? Why didn't that come about after the Derby? You know, from uh, from so uh, to me, this is the worst time you can possibly uh, go against your team, especially the stuff against Friedkin, man. At that, the end, that... at the end. At the end, the stuff against Friedkin is ridiculous uh, and shows again... President that, low cost. Look how to much me, cash that guy's thrown into the club. Give me a to break. Me, to me, to me uh, obviously, that it doesn't matter because uh, the Friedkins won't care if you put up a banner against them. They could not give a shit. Um, the, to me, the fact that after a game like this, which was hard fought, first half was brilliant, second half was nasty uh, because yes. it, you could definitely see the limitations of a team that doesn't know how to control the game. They thought in the second half they were going to sit back and sort of uh, absorb Verona's pressure and also control the tempo and control the maneuver and, and control the result, which they did not. Mm. They they struggled against a Verona side that will uh, surely be joining your uh, Vicenza 
soon enough. Um, <laughs> and what they what what the fans did after the match, I will never understand why boo and whistle then, because because you saw how much it took, and also this was De Rossi's yes. first game. Okay, if you boo and whistle the team, you're booing and whistling De Rossi. I don't care if Correct. you applaud De Rossi. Uh, specifically, or if you make chance about him, if you whistle and boo his team at full time when they go and applaud you, uh, that means that you don't understand the situation you're in, and that means that you only have one interest at heart, which is your personal interest, rather than the team's. Because tonight was a must win at all costs. If you got tonight wrong, it wasn't only because of the result, but just because of the situation, you know, this this change, the De Rossi coming in, this legend coming back to the club, getting his first major experience as a coach uh, other than Serie B. So tonight to me was the worst moment that you could take as an opportunity to get back at the team. You should have gotten back at the team much earlier on in the season when they truly deserved it. Right, uh, right. So tonight, I think I take away this. I take away the fact that uh, this fan base doesn't seem to realize the the moment we are in. Clearly, by their reaction, yes, um, they pay attention to names rather than the 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 moment that the team is living in. So you can be upset about Mourinho, but tonight wasn't about Mourinho. I don't understand why tonight was more about Mourinho. Judging from the fans' reactions at the stadium, chanting about Mourinho, hundreds of banners. That's fine. That's all fine and dandy because the man uh, uh, gave us a lot over these last two and a half years. But tonight was about De Rossi. Tonight was about the team under De Rossi. And uh, and tonight I saw a team that was scared to mess up. In the second half, they were scared to mess up. They knew that they were in a world of trouble if they, if they let that result slip by. So the fact that we ended on 2-1, to one, I think it doesn't do justice to how uh, high level uh, the first half was. I thought Roma were brilliant there. They could have easily scored two more goals. It was refreshing Easy, to see yeah. uh, Pellegrini being so pivotal to the movement of the team. It was awesome to see Eduardo Bove still be so quality, especially in, in choosing his passing lanes. It was great to see uh, Huizen once again, you know, showing confidence. Fantastic, yeah. Starting in a, in a four-man defense with Diego Llorente. So, you know, the, your closest reference point is, is a guy who is on loan from Leeds United. Um, I thought, you know, with the exception of maybe Paredes being really bad in the second half, yes. Bala being, being quite <laughs> absent, El Shirawi was great. First probably performance of the season where from the mm. start he looks sharp, yes. looks focused. I think that's great news and and hopefully that's something that we can see more of because De Rossi, if there is somebody that knows El Shirawi, it's De Rossi. They're very close friends. They, they've they been teammates. So hopefully all that adds up to something. But to me, tonight was really, it left me uh, with, with a, a, a real bitter taste to just see this bad energy out of all moments Tonight you choose to 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 show your anger. Tonight you show you you, de- you decide to put the team in jeopardy through through this really unpleasant energy at the stadium. No, it, this wasn't supposed to be that way, and I I'm I'm sorry that the, the Rossi had to go through it because uh, this was all about him and the team under him. I I couldn't agree with you more. I I even take issue. Because I do agree with you in the sense that, okay, if you want to whistle some of the guys, for instance, and maybe I just, I viewed this too personally. 
I don't know if you noticed it when Berotti came on, but the whistles were so uh, 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 vivid. That was the most. When he, that was what, that. That was so dumb. I like out I, of all the guys that are gonna whistle. Belotti. Right. Now, never mind that he has a terrible <sighs> performance. But the guy, the guy who has hardly played uh, across the last month, gets all those whistles. I, I I couldn't understand it, and those are the things that really bother me. It, it, you know the the moments in which, because just I, you and I have been doing this a long time. I have been in this mess far too long. Just when I think I can get a fairly good read on, no, we do have to say this. It, it is like the Friedkin uh, banner that that is obviously a small faction of people. Uh, uh, it, it is not everybody. I, I know that, of course. But, you know, when you have a stadium of so many people whistling like that, just when I think I can have like a fairly good read on the situation on the supporters, uh, Romanisti at the large, it it, it boggles my mind. The, the moments you would expect them to behave as many did tonight, they don't. As you said, Genoa, for example, that would have been the perfect time for it. Um, to do this uh, on... The debut of De Rossi, as you said, I, I couldn't think of a worse time because we, we all of these things, it's always about Roma, doing the best for Roma, defending Roma, defending these colors, so on and so forth. Well, uh, who are you defending by, by making this such a difficult environment? Uh, the guy that you and I both agree, and I would say nearly everybody would agree that uh, De Rossi in this moment he is the unification sort of manager, the one who can bring everybody together. And in his debut, he gets this. He 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 gets that. We get this sort of after specifically asking. After he said it, you know, he, because yes. he was asked about the situation. You know, do you expect a reaction? And he said it. I expect like we will have to handle ourselves like men. But I urge the fans that if there are fans in this world who can love both me. And Mourinho, it's Roma fans, so I urge them to help us. If a if a club legend, if if a club legend that you say you love returns to the club in a moment of need and says that, your response should be immediate support. Doesn't matter. You put your personal agenda to the side. You leave it at home, and when you go to the stadium, you don't boo and whistle at the team bus as it rolls into the Olimpico. You don't boo the players after they win in a really difficult match that you know was difficult, not because of the opponent was were, they were facing, but because of the moment they were in. Um, then I don't know what to tell you. Then I don't even know if I can call you a fan. Like that's, to me, it, then it becomes personal. Um, with, with De Rossi, this was supposed to be his big entrance. I'm glad that he got a win out of this, but I think uh, the support tonight left much to be desired. Absolutely. And I, I couldn't express more how shocked I was by it. I'll put, now we can actually use the, the, my favorite clip of all time, the shock that I had. I thought, you know, if there was ever a moment where you could have uh, almost unilateral agreement as to put down the sword, put down the sword, unite, whatever you think of the situation of Jose Mourinho, okay, that's fine. Roma, still technically in this race for top four, by the way. Um, going against or making this environment more difficult is going to help nobody. By the way, as you said, club legend in his making his debut tonight on the bench. We can put it down. We can put it down for tonight. 
And I, as you have correctly pointed out, I, I just cannot believe that this was viewed as the appropriate period, um, in which, by the way, it was not as if Roma were running away with this match. It was close. So what is whistling booing in those final minutes, man? When it is tense, it was tense, okay? Roma, they ha- it's been nearly one full month since a victory. New manager, everything. We understand. Everybody, nobody is enjoying this moment. No, 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 nobody, is, uh, nobody is happy that this season has been so crap. But when the situation is as it is, I, I don't understand the mindset or w- what objective are you trying to achieve by 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 it, it, sounded, it sounded like they were basically taunting Roma into losing this game. You know, sure. at some point yes. it really it really felt like I didn't I really didn't know who they were rooting for at the end. And that's probably mm. the worst thing you can say about the first game back for somebody like Daniele De Rossi. And mind you, De Rossi knew fully well what he's he was going to get. I'm 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 100% yes. certain De Rossi has been here with this team through thick and thin. Uh he was uh, numerous times a uh, part of uh, the, some of the versions of Roma that were vehemently attacked by by the fans, you know, he how many times did he go under the curva? How many times did he communicate with the fans? He's the first yes. one to sort of realize the mentality that goes into it. Um, so I'm not worried about him, uh, you know, getting getting uh, demoralized or anything. I'm worried about the team now having to deal with not only a complicated situation in the table, on the pitch, but also on this energy. Because, hey, man, if you're going to show up for two and a half years for Mourinho... Then I'm sorry, but you're not showing up for Roma. You're showing up for Mourinho. Uh, well, right. Uh, well, have uh, we uh, forgotten? You know, it's like again, it's like that season with Spalletti. Spalletti's for yes. well. Are you there to represent Francesco Totti, or are you there to represent Roma? Are you there to cheer for Francesco Totti, or are you there for to cheer for Roma? That's to me, it's exactly the same. This situation is. Uh, it was very upsetting to me. Um, obviously, everybody can have their own interpretation of it, but I just found it um, completely useless tonight. Uh, the team needs all it can get right now from the fans. And beyond that, too, and you touched upon this, Derossi touched upon this, uh, or Derossi mentioned this in the pre, uh, pre-match press conference. He even said, listen, sometimes in football, because they asked him, how did you feel when you got the call? And he said... Well, I have to tell you, uh, sometimes in football, you there are some things that are unexpected, or or when you as a manager, you you don't feel that it's uh, the right moment for you to go. I felt that when I was at Spal, and when I was viewing Roma, I did not think it was the moment for Jose Mourinho to leave. So he is almost sort of extending an olive branch out to those who are so pissed off. He's trying to say to you, listen. Yes, even even myself, even me, I too am very surprised to be here right now. I did not expect it. I did not predict it, even with the situation of Roma struggling in these matches. I did not expect it to happen. I, I, I thought Jose Mourinho would, would stay and remain with the club. So he is trying to almost, again, curb this thing, uh, get out ahead of it to, as to say, listen, yeah, I even me. The new manager of Roma is surprised by this. So to see that was, was very disappointing. Um, as far as the match goes, though, 4-3-2-1, one, 
He comes out, he reverts from a three-man back line to a four. Uh, most expected this. I, I never thought, um, I never thought, especially given Gianluca Mancini, uh, I thought if he was going to move back to a, to a four-man back line, it was going to be sooner rather than later. But with Mancini out, I thought he would play at least one man, one game with three at the back, but he was willing to go uh, with it uh, immediately. Uh, it definitely helped hide the limitations of uh, Spinazzola, who got hurt again, uh, of Karsdorp, who the effort he put in was, I, I don't know if anybody noticed it, because I, I don't know what he ended the match with as far as data or statistical, statistics goes. Um, I'm sure they weren't uh, overtly impressive, but the effort he gave I thought was fantastic. I thought uh, Pellegrini, I don't need to raise my thoughts on him as a mezzala. I've made that clear. But today, clearly, clearly, uh, he had plenty of space to operate when he had Paolo Dybala, El Shirawi in front of him with Lukaku as well. It opened up a ton of space uh, between the lines for him. So I, I thought he did well. Paredes, meh, Bove. Superb. I mean, honestly, Andy, if it wasn't for that guy, there would be very few bright spots so far this year. He, he was superb tonight. Bove was superb. His passing was spot on. I thought his energy was fantastic. I thought his work rate was great. Um, and then Hoisin. I, I thought Hoisin was uh, phenomenal. <laughs> I thought he was phenomenal. I, I The more I watch him, the more just... I I I I I need Roma to get him permanently. They 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 need to get him. I, it's only been a couple of matches. I I love the guy though. Um, fantastic performance. As far as the guys coming off of the bench, I, meh. Christensen playing on the left. Uh, it, just the well, thing I, with Belotti, man. To, when we talk about the second half, we are talking about a different team, right? And uh, the, oh, a night and day. What a team that what also, is that? Is that effort again? Is that effort, or is that just as you said, not knowing no, how to I manage a game? No, I think it's just the team that it, it has to figure out how to be the the stronger side. How has to figure out how to control a result, which they haven't done in a long, long time. When was the last time that you were leading two to nothing and actually showing that you're just amazing? Mm. Um, probably exactly a month ago against Napoli, um, and and so Roma don't have it in them to just go out of their way and not suffer. They suffer regardless yes. if it's Hellas Verona or Cremonese in the Coppa Italia or or Atalanta. They suffer. So in the second half, I thought Roma were trying something completely different. They switched back to a three-man defense. Um, they 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 lowered the pressure, probably also because of fatigue. Um, but they just don't have it in them right now to carry on those excellent first 45 minutes. Yeah, it was interesting to see the way they played. I mean, that first half, obviously, if you could find a way to um, to, to to bottle that and build upon that, I I thought the attack easily the most free flowing that they appeared in. And again, a, why? Why? Because Pellegrini is working, you know. But because mm. when Pellegrini performs, it flows. Dybala was like a, a, a an alien on foreign land. Um, during that first half, despite the fact that the rest of the team was flowing. But that's how crucial Pellegrini is. Pellegrini reads the action. Pellegrini knows movement. Um, so to me, the fact that tonight 
all of a sudden we see the fresh start from him, from Bove, from Stefan El Sharawi. That's something that we have to use going forward with Daniele De Rossi as the coach. I agree uh, completely. My, uh, as far as major concerns, clearly, clearly, I mean, if we look at, again, the possession, uh, if we look at just the way they play today, this is uh, obviously a Roma under De Rossi that is going to have and enjoy far more of the ball. I mean, I think he made that overtly clear in his pre-match press conference when he says, um, uh, the the ones he emulates like Luis Enrique, uh, Spalletti. This is not going to be a team that sits back and is passive. They are going to be the ones to control the ball. That actually helps or uh, uh, gives me some hope that Paredes can actually turn into a somewhat of a useful uh, asset um, because I I think when you are just playing this more passive football, counter attacking, he is just a completely. Uh, uh, I won't say useless, but nowhere up to his strengths. Um, he's not being utilized in the way that I think he should be. Um, but you're also, you're going to get more, as you said, Pellegrini. I, that was the best Pellegrini played, I think, in quite some time. I, I, I mean, he and Bove were superb. So that gives me some hope. Um, now, as far as, is it even worth discussing top four? Should we even talk about it? Well, I mean, it's there, but but it, I but I that, feel like every time we brought it up, it just that's, that's a conversation. In my mind, it's a conversation that should happen much later on because right now, not even De Rossi is probably thinking about top four. What he's trying to to figure out is what this team is made of. You know, he even said, "I have to start from scratch, trying to sort of unravel what's what's not been working for this." I mean, I think to tonight he gets a pretty good idea of it. You know, he sees that this team can move freely in the attack. That if it wants to, it it can have a good connection between the midfield and the attack. Um, something we haven't seen in a long time. But also that this team struggles to to impose its own pace, to impose itself, even against a minor opponent, and that it has trouble to sustain just even physically from a fitness level the tempo yes. of ninety minutes. They just don't have it in them, which is something that we've said. I mean, remember that that loss against Milan on the third match day of the season. We said it. It's yes. night and day. These two teams are moving completely differently. Like Milan, look sharp as hell. They run circles around you, and Roma are helpless, you know? And I think that's something that continues, that has continued. Physically, this team is shot. After 60 minutes, they're done. They have to call it a day. Um, and so if there is a game where you could experiment, tonight was it. If there is a game mm. that gave you a glimpse of what this team is made of, tonight was it. That's true. <laughs> My concern is obviously that you are facing a Verona team that uh, best player is gone they are not a good team <laughs> and you basically had your backside clenched until the final moments um beyond that from a technical and a tactical point of view as you said you've touched upon it man does this team look so unsure of themselves when they're when they have to be given the ball and they have the bulk of the possession yeah it's amazing I mean, especially it's when incredible. They, especially when they have to manage the energy. You know, they are still yes. okay when, when they can. When you just say go, they go. But when you say okay, now sit back, try to 
try to play it safe. They can't play it safe. I, actually, they they do the opposite. You, it, the team be- becomes shambolic. The team becomes preoccupied with making mistakes. They are so much in their own heads. It's unbelievable. And tonight was on full display also with, again, Rui Patricio giving so much uncertainty um, that it all starts there and then moves on throughout the across the entire board uh, where even Andrea Bellotti comes on, looks drunk. Yes. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden you have Hellas Verona who have sold half their squad and are probably going to be yes. relegated and probably going to go bankrupt. Um, yes. That, that Say they're it one, not, once more. That, that, this team, even in that situation, cannot manage a, a, a pretty straightforward match. It should have been straightforward with Roma. It never is. But I'm 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 fairly certain that tonight, if there is a game where you can do this, tonight was it. Because tonight at least gives Daniele De Rossi an awareness of, okay, hey, I'm not God. It's not like I walk into the team and all of a sudden they win comfortably, you know, because had you cruised by, probably maybe the easy conclusion would be, okay, problem solved. You know, we got this. You know, this is it. No, there's still there's so much work to do. This team is in a real slump. Even tonight, that second half shows that this team is still having trouble acknowledging who they really are. They don't know. Are we the team that in this in the first half can score four goals and concedes nothing, or are we the team that panics and and concedes very uh, very easily to to a, a below average opponent? That was the thing that struck me the most, I think, from this match was just how uncomfortable they looked when they had the ball and they are forced to come up with ideas uh, just to do uh, to find a way through. You have the ball at your feet. You're going to have it for more than 60 percent of the match. Do something with it. Do something productive. And you could tell. There were so many times in this match where they just fell back. And of course, it's going to happen. I mean, we're not, we're, as you said, uh, Daniele De Rossi, he, he is not going to uh, transform things in just a few days. But you can see when asked to do something different, when asked to play in a much different way, they, they do not look comfortable at all. And... I look. I, I do agree that if there was ever a time for some form of uh, experimentation, you'd be able to get away with it against Hellas Verona. Um, my concern is, though, we can do some experimentation. But by the way, we 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 can't afford to drop matches like this, or the next one, or the one after that. So it, it's okay if we try some new things, but don't 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 piss yourself, man. Don't. Uh, you can try some new things, but we at least have to understand what is at stake here. Because, again, I'm trying to take the more glass-half-full approach for as badly and as crap as this season has been. You are somehow, some way, by miracle, still in this thing. So getting this result wrong, getting it wrong next weekend against Salernitana, it's not an option. It's not, it can't even be under consideration. So, I mean, just from your standpoint, though, I don't know if today leaves you feeling much more comfortable or less comfortable or better. Or It's hard to know because this was always going to be an awkward match. It just was. When I look moving forward, though, <laughs> 
it is clear there's still a lot of defects within this team. Yeah, I, I, I just I look and I see the fullbacks are a black hole. It's just a black hole. I, I I'm trying to maintain hope. I, I, I truly am. It's only five points behind fourth, but it is. You would think just in your head, five points. That's that's uh, that's two matches. That is going to be a tall order with this side, man, because. It looks like they need like a lobotomy almost. Like mentally, they just look so overwhelmed. And that's not even getting to the physical part of it, man. Like the energy. For some reason, they look finished by 60, 65 minutes. They look like they are struggling to get to the 90. Mentally and physically, yeah. It's like they're having a nightmare, a panic attack, all mixed into one, and physically they're dead. You know, physically (laughs) they look like they just ran a marathon. Yes. And that's the thing that concerns me most, I would say, is because, I mean... these next games they have to win there's 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 no options here there's no uh, there's no other alternatives beyond winning because it's you're forced to you 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 are absolutely forced to against these crap teams so when you make life this difficult on yourself in moments where you would think that they should be easily able to better manage easily be able to uh, maintain uh just this this effort towards keeping the ball and trying to formulate some sort of uh, uh attacking movements attacking actions they just look out of ideas again the physical thing really concerns me because it's not as if they are going to be giving a break of one to two weeks coming up here this is where the schedule gets very condensed, even without uh, being out of the, the Coppa Italia. You are now getting into the part where you have Europa League beginning again. We have some of the patrons uh, floating it out there about just throwing that thing. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how many would feel about that. Again, I, I just don't see any scenario in which uh, Daniele De Rossi is going to say, "Yeah, not fair, nor just we're we're going to put that into the bin." I just don't see that happening. So, if they look shot now, I I, I don't know how you recover that thing. I, I don't know how you magically recover your physical. Uh, I don't know how you overcome the physical limitations that have seemingly hampered Roma this entire season. And by the way, that's not even mentioning, too, some of the guys that we still don't know anything about. Although we did, there was a photo of Chris Smalling at training, which... Yes, but see, but people, that's why people lose their minds. You know, this is what happens when you're, when when you've gotten yourself to a point where all you can think of is some big conspiracy. There is no big conspiracy. Chris Smalling and Renato Sanchez are not hiding from Mourinho. They're injured. <laughs> They're not fit. Chris Smalling, the fact that he's seen jogging in sneakers in a video from Roma, it's not that he's doing it because out of spite against Mourinho. It's because he's still injured. He doesn't want to play. I felt play. like I was on a Reddit forum about the moon landing. It's saying, oh, look, look, they're, 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 look, you can see the the, the, the background. Look, they're they're going to come flat. back. Yeah, yeah, I saw people being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, they're clearly, you know, they clearly sat out until Mourinho left and now look at them, you know. Like yes. that, you know, no, they're still out. They're going to be out. They're not fit enough. So what the hell are you talking about? 
If that was actually true, do you understand the damage that would do to a player? <laughs> we, we, by the, they would be suspended. They would be fined. Come on, let, let, let's be serious here. Uh, so next match, uh, Salernitana. How am I? I mean, I, I, I guess we will take a few days before like getting to really take a deep dive into that one. I, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. What I am supposed to say? Oh wait, I lied. They had to have. They'd have this fantastic, fantastic, yeah, well thought out with Al Shabab, and they could be potentially facing Mourinho because he's in talks to join them, and it could get done in the next few days. <laughs> In your wildest dreams, you couldn't—if you could have picked like one moment in the season for a pointless, friendly match to be played with a new manager coming in, new manager. If if you just had somebody, a blind guy, just point, take his index finger and point to it on the calendar. I mean, there is no possible way you could have come up with a worse, a worse moment. Um, listen, I, I would not even allow Dybala, Romelu Lukaku. Uh, um, I would not allow Pellegrini. They are not even allowed on the flight. This is the dumbest thing. I, I uh, When it was announced, because Roma, they gave us a, a, like a one-day heads up about this thing. And I looked at the, the, the match calendar. And I thought, wait a minute, hold on. He... The, they're joking. They they told me the incorrect date, or actually, they told me the incorrect month. They meant like June or something, yeah? No, 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 no. January, January. Why? Why are we doing this? This is ridiculous. I, I can't believe this thing is still even happening. Um, Salernitana. I mean, what, come on. Am I supposed to break down Salernitana? Come on. Uh, Oh no, Roma, uh, Salernitana, team at the bottom of the table. Are we supposed to go in depth about the midfield battle that is that is going to take place? Am I supposed to give a, a in-depth analysis of like Fazio and John Bear? I mean, come on. Do you expect to see Walter Sabatini with the oxygen tank sitting on the sideline? Yes. Like, uh, uh, yes. The guy from Breaking Bad with the two... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who was uh, the hitman in Scarface? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, oh, I always forget his name. Yeah, it's a, it's a Margulis, something like that. It's a Greek name. Yes, Greek actor. Of he Greek. does not speak much English. Yeah, he doesn't so speak you need English. to show yeah, him around. It's Walter Sabatini, and 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 so uh, uh, yeah, there is no way to really not. It's this is a good stretch of games to try things out. That's it. That's about it. Because that's if you're De Rossi, that's all you can do really right now. It's not even about him being there and the fans being optimistic. It's about him being there and getting these guys back into shape, getting these guys focused, getting these guys to acknowledge their own limitations, but then to actually play to their strengths, which is what this team did under Mourinho in those opening two seasons. They always seemed to manage to turn around, and I thought this time they were plummeting. Now, for for De Rossi, that's the main mission, is to get them out, prevent them from dropping any further. Because clearly, as shown in the first half, there is quality, there is space, there is technique. It's there. Look at what Bove does with the ball. Look at how yes. he reads 
his teammates. Look at how he launches that ball perfectly into Dybala's feet. So it's there, but then you get a second half where you're proven, hey, that these guys are not exactly the strongest. These guys still fail to, to show confidence in themselves all the way through. These guys still have trouble sustaining the energy and the tempo of 90 straight minutes. So uh, I thought this is a match that perfectly lays out the good and the bad that this team, that this Roma are made of. I completely agree. That's the... I think that's a perfect summary of it. Tonight you saw the good, the bad, the ugly, and you were able to do so with three points. Beggars can't be choosers. It's been one full month since victory uh, in the league. No, uh, no real reason to moan too much about it. We all knew the limitations of this team. They were on display tonight, but they did so with the victory. No need to nitpick. There's no need to pile on. It is what it is. But they need to win. They need to win against the Lernitana. There's, there's, there's no alternative. And honestly, to, to the fans, like get it out of your system, but get it out fast. Uh, yes. You may be sad about Mourinho, but the week is about to end tomorrow. Uh, as this episode will drop, will be Sunday, and then a new week starts. And that's when you, you have to forget about Mourinho. You have to start thinking about De Rossi and this team being coached by De Rossi. Yeah, and the whistling of the players, man. That For some reason, that thing with Belotti really irked me to to a degree at which perhaps it shouldn't, but it, it, it really bothered me. If there was anyone you should take issue with, I, I don't know what in the hell that guy did. I mean, if I had the full list of Roma players, he is near the bottom. The guy didn't do anything. So come on. Um, as you said, get it out of the system. Let's move on. Let's move on. We will leave it there. We will return in a few days. Until then, ciao.